Hey gang, Wonder Rob here, and Shop's here too. This podcast is part of the Geek So To Speak network. Visit GeekSoToSpeak.com for our full podcast lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in. We start oh man. Put that at the end. <laughs> Welcome to level 22 of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast, your video game podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about what we're playing and what's in the news. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live, well, semi-live from Southern California, a little sunburnt from vacation. And on the line with me are two of my bestest friends in the metaverse. On a sunny day, or excuse me, I, oh, I misread the script. Dang it. I'm going to keep going. We're not starting over. And on the line with me are two of my best friends in the metaverse. The sunny day sweeping those clouds away. Vactor. It's game time. And the Oscar of our podcast, Jeff W. He, he, Vactor wrote his line in here. It's game time. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I didn't see that in the script. Man. Oh, it erased. <laughs> I think that was the Mandela effect, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us for another episode of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast. I'm back. Wonder Rob's back from vacation. Thank you, boys, for holding down the fort for me while I was gone last week. It's greatly appreciated, and it's greatly appreciated to you, the listeners. For joining us for episode 22 and i'll tell you what we appreciate you being here and we appreciate the five star review you're definitely gonna leave since you came back for a 22nd time on spotify or apple Podcasts. you can do it within the app give us a nice five star review tell us your favorite video game if it gives you the option to leave a nice review and we'll give you a special shout out on the show because we're only at seven reviews on the Apple Podcast, so will you be number eight? Would you hate to be number eight? I didn't think so. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, like I and I got to I got to tell you something because oh, Jeff I'm ready. didn't. He didn't mm. get it. Oscar Jeff is a reference to Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street. Get it together, Grouch. Man, mm. I thought it was Oscar de la Hoya. <laughs> he just that. knows that because he's his, the kids watching it. You know. Yeah. Jeff did okay. So bombshell rev, uh, revelation here, everybody. Jeff W did not have a childhood. Yeah, <laughs> never watched Sesame Street. I was more Barney. You know what I mean? Oh, oh my hey. god, Jeff! <laughs> yeah. This isn't even the get to know you section, and he's already dropping yeah. bombshells. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why people come to the Sandbox Gamers podcast for content like uh, this. Hit subscribe, yeah. everybody. Okay, so here's what we do on the podcast, just in case this is your first time listening. We like to talk all the latest and greatest in video game news, and then we have a fun lightning round of video game news, even though I'm just now noticing this very second that the lightning round is empty. So, in our <laughs> in our Google Doc, so ignore that. <laughs> There's usually a lightning round. Not this week, though, because everything is too good to not discuss. That's the reason. Uh, and then we get into the games we've been playing this week, and then on top of that, 
before we get into any of it, we like to have a little get-to-know-you topic, because we are a new podcast after all. We're only 22 episodes deep, and we want you to get to know us and give you a reason to come back every week, you guys. Now, I say this every week. The fun of the get-to-know-you question, for me, is not knowing what I'm going to be asked. I never read these questions ahead of time, but they are most definitely video game related. This week's Get to know your question is, what do you put on your pizza while playing video games? Yeah. Interesting question. <laughs> Interest. I feel like mm. we've had a pizza-related question already, or am I just misremembering that? Is that another Mandela effect? I think that was in our Discord. We were talking about that, I think. Oh, well. But I don't okay. remember asking Jeff. Well, we're going to find out right now. Hey, mm. Jeff, when you're not yes. spending all your time at Benihana, what yep. do you like to put on your pizza while playing video games? Oh man, <laughs> you know, I'm just if nine. I think mm, maybe ninety percent of the pizzas I've had in my life have all just been pepperoni pizzas. Classic. So I, you know, I'm probably just very. Uh, if basic you were going to order a pizza f- for yourself right now, yeah, it's pepperoni. Pepperoni, just okay. just pepperoni. Okay, I'm going to mix this question up a little bit. Factor, I hope you don't mind. What would you say is the superior pizza chain that you're having delivered? Are you a Domino's guy? Papa John's? Pizza Hut? Little Caesars? Pizza, pizza. Hmm. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna ask Factor that question. He doesn't like pizza. Um, well, he wrote the question. <laughs> yeah. Now, are we talking? Because you know we have Barrows out here, or Barrows. Like, let's say your national chain of pizza. Is Barrow's a national chain, or is that out, just out here? Are you thinking sub Barrow's? No, not the greatest New York pizza. But the <laughs> Get me a New York <laughs> slice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite pizza in New York. Um, you know, if I, I don't like any of them really. Like, if I, but if I have to, I'd probably just get Domino's. Out of all, out of all, like, like for going like the big boys, because Little Caesars is not. I get, I have, I've had Little Caesars twice in the last three years, and I have thrown up afterwards twice. I don't think the pizza tastes bad. It's probably fine for most people. I think that I think the, I think the trolling of Little Caesars is a little bit overboard. It's kind of like Arby's. People would crap on Arby's, but Arby's is fine. I just uh, there's something about that food that I don't uh, mix well with. I throw up after it. Dang. You throw up after yeah. eating it. Yeah, it's been Damn. it's been not great uh, eating those. But yeah, for me, pepperoni, none of that bullshit, none of that anchovies, none of that, no peanut butter, no whatever goofy shit <laughs> somebody else is doing. No to jelly it. beans. No, nothing <laughs> weird. Like anchovies are gross. In fact, I remember one time I was at a LAN party. That's where you connect your computers together and play games, guys. Um, and one of the guys ordered a Domino's pizza with anchovy, and it made the whole room like. First off, you're in here with a bunch of fat, sweaty nerds in this guy's living room and like slash dining room, and. He ordered anchovies, and it was the most disgusting-smelling thing I've ever smelled on a pizza, I think. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. 
All right. Well, before uh, we hear from Vactor, I want to first give a shout out to our sponsors, Little Caesars. <laughs> Could you two large pizzas extra oh, man oh, okay no. confession i was trying to whoa i disappeared for a hot oh. that's what i get for <laughs> trying to do a little caesar's commercial oh man i got taken out by the the, the caesar himself he got he lost said, in his tabs he said he stop it stop it <laughs> okay well vactor okay that joke's dead vactor <laughs> what what say you? What do you have on your pizza while playing video games, and what's your preferred pizza chain of choice? I'm a huge fan of black olives. No one else in my family likes Ugh. black olives. Actually, my wife likes green olives and those those purple olives. Those are, those are her favorites. But I'm a black olive man, so that's number one. And then number two, I also like artichoke. Artichoke oh hearts are the best. On and pizza? Oh, yeah. So oh good. Oh, my God. But hold on. You're not using... You wouldn't get a pizza with just those. Like, there's something else. There's a base. There's got to be a pepperoni and cheese. Yeah. There's definitely pepperoni underneath those, right? Right. Well, the pepperoni is for my wife. Now, if I'm just getting it for me, just yes. me, yes. I would get tomatoes. I would get artichoke, olives... And put a little green on there. So maybe some broccoli, some spinach, no kale. Get that kale stuff out of here. Ugh. But I, I think all of those would be my choice. Or if there's any type of Greek pizza. And that leads into what? If I'm going to go to a chain pizza place, mm-hmm. it's, it's got to be mod pizza. And that's the one where it's kind of like Chipotle, but for pizza. So you go there. You pick out the toppings, and they make it for you. Um, they have some similar ones. Uh, Blaze Pizza is the one that LeBron James owns. And then there's mm-hmm. another one around here, but I can't I can't remember it off the top of my head. It's actually right uh, on Greenfield, Jeff, right next to that GameStop in the Walmart, if you know what I'm talking rapid about. Rapid Fire? Or what, is it not Rapid Fire? I can't no. remember off the top of my head. It's also next to that uh, land party place where you can go and play video games. But mm-hmm. I digress. The pizza places where you can pick your toppings, and they make it fresh for you right there in front of your face. Little Caesars is has got to be the worst. They got to be... Anytime I go to Little Caesars, it looks like they just finished wiping their butt with the pizza. And those guys <laughs> are <laughs> gross. They look hmm. nasty. Interesting. Oh my god, dude! They look <laughs> wiping their. They look like they like peanut butter and clams on their pizza. Come on, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine you're in the bathroom? You look left to right. There's no paper, Ooh. but you have a piece of pizza, <laughs> and then you have to wipe I'll just your use this pizza. pizza. <laughs> it's almost yeah. as good as a bidet. It's so greasy. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. Yeah. It's yeah. like a wet wipe. <laughs> but the reason there's two reasons why I thought about uh-huh. this topic number one because i noticed anytime i would talk to jeff rob or even my technological co-host shaw biology by the way pyology. oh yeah biology that's what that's it is. what it is that's also a good one but anytime i would talk to my fellow podcast hosts i haven't a- you know what i should ask our uh, comic book friends um on the comic book kaiju i should ask them what their <laughs> pizza toppings are but everybody always told me pepperoni and that's it no adventure yeah. no spice to it so i said let me get this as i get to know you so we can get mm. a couple more toppings out there well here's the thing too hold on 
that um, is like baseline. Like, so I know, for example, like I think a cheese pizza is the baseline for every pizza that you make. Like if you're a yeah, restaurant, right? Tuna, a little so, peanut butter, grape jelly. So yeah. all those are shit. If you make a bad <laughs> cheese pizza, like if I don't like that, then your whole pizza's bad, right? So like if you don't have a good pepperoni pizza, what are the odds that this freak over here puts olives and artichoke yeah. only on the pizza and how, you're a how, freak. how good could that possibly be <laughs> the, the, my favorite thing about jeff is like we have a whole list and i'll put a link in our show notes of the things that the ninja turtles have put on their pizza and we're talking about chocolate fudge sardines chili pepper and yours is close to this and jeff oh you're like artichoke you freak you <laughs> disgust me you like yeah. black olives you are nasty and we're talking about the, the, the amount of things that you can put die. on a pizza that I are i gotta nasty. mute my mic your ears your thing is you go Ew, pepperoni. <laughs> that, that's my problem. Oh, God. Um, yes, pepperoni. No, I would um, put olives jelly and, and peanut artichoke. butter on a pizza. And Jeff would say, oh, that's you're nasty because you put artichoke on it. Have you ever had an artichoke, Jeff? Have you but, ever no, but you said, but hold on. You said you would take off the pepperoni. No, I didn't say that. I said that my is wife cr- likes the yeah, Exactly. That's implying perfect. that you would take it off and you only leave it on. Or not flour. order it at all. I'll yeah. do it. Just for Jeff, that's it. But man, any type of Greek toppings—that's what I love. That's when they'll put those those purple olives on there, and they'll put that artichoke on there. Oh wait, Mamma Mia! What about Greek yogurt? Oh yeah, I like that too. But my other reason why I I added this was because of the Ninja Turtles toppings. That it made it made me laugh when I rewatched the Ninja Turtles recently before Shredder's Revenge came out, and I was rewatching the original Turtles series. And they're like, oh, yeah, put a jelly bean in it, anchovy pizza, man. Like, that made me laugh. And I said, Jeff <laughs> would have a field day at this one. So I had to put this on our get-to-know-you topic. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to get into the news. Psych, I haven't said what I like yet. Church. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> I like Little Caesars. Okay. Oh. No, you're, you're lying. lying. <laughs> <laughs> I've had pizza twice this week. Ooh, I had oh. pizza for dinner tonight. I'll tell where, you why. Where from or were they frozen? No, not frozen. Although I do have those uh, pizza bagels in mm. the freezer because when pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime, Chef. <laughs> now, I had pizza today for dinner because I picked up my boy from school. We got home, chilled out a little bit. We're on the couch. I looked at him dead in the eye and I said, what do you want for dinner? And usually he'll say something like, peanut butter jelly or he'll say chicken nuggies and fries like if he wants mcdonald's or something like that mm-hmm. or something of that nature so i said what do you want for dinner and he looks at me dead in the eyes and goes pepperoni pizza <laughs> <laughs> and i said well we had pepperoni pizza the night before last because he also said that to me <laughs> when i asked him what he wanted and i was like okay so i got pizza again and so twice this week i've had pizza hut pizza and it was just pepperoni and cheese because he's a little baby and i just get a little small pizza because he eats one like one slice maybe one and a half slices cut up he's not he can't get deep but me i can put away the rest if it's a small pizza uh little ranch little uh tabasco sauce on it Mm, jeff w's kiss if you ask me (laughs) um ranch ranch dip actually 
I'll tell you what I do like about Little Caesars. The pizza the pizza at Little Caesars, I'm going to d- step up and defend Little Caesars for just a sec. I've never once thrown up after having it. Not once. Mm-hmm. And it really just depends on when you eat it. Because I feel like when Little Caesars is hot and fresh and you get it like right out of there and you, you're going to chow down on it immediately, it's yeah. not bad. But Little Caesars turns to cardboard like really fast. It's like McDonald's French fries. If McDonald's French fries start getting a little cold, like you wait two or three minutes before you start eating them, all of a sudden they're not that great. Yeah. Little Caesars is the same thing to me, but their Buffalo Ranch sauce mm. is, again, Jeff W's kiss. If I ever get Little Caesars, I usually will order like 10 of those okay. and put them in the fridge and then save it for when I get good pizza mm. and, di- and dip other people's pizza in that. Okay. Um, I don't really have a preference for where I get my pizza because I'm pretty basic. Pepperoni and cheese. Tabasco sauce, maybe like bacon or meat lovers or something like that. But I'll tell you where I absolutely hate is Domino's. Domino's pizza is not good. (laughs) Like I'm getting, I'm getting sick (laughs) thinking about it. Oh wow! Right now, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Or am I? That's like the Pepsi of pizza. Pizza Hut is Coke, and Domino's is Pepsi. I avoid the Mm. Noid hard when it comes to to pizza um but pizza hut lately has been doing all right for me but i like their wings a lot but it's just a ghost kitchen it's like oh, wings, wow, really? wing stop or something like that um hmm. wings it's some third-party wing company it's like it's like the um the kfc taco bells it's, yeah. oh it's, right it's the same thing there's some other wing company that does it but yeah, I like is their, somebody i haven't had wings from any any pizza place for a minute but that would make sense because Wingstop is like a little bit above a frozen wing from the store but not much and no the pizza wings are the best like if i'm getting fast food wings i'm not going to like mm-hmm. a specialty wing place the right pizza hut wings hmm. are very good in my opinion but it, again it's a third party and i can't remember who actually does it but i remember ordering it and there was a some other company's name on the box when i got it i gotta so, tell you the last time I went to Mod Pizza, I got the cheeseburger, the cheesy backyard burger pizza. And it was mm-hmm. like eating a cheeseburger, but on a pizza. Huh. It had ground beef, zesty pickle chips, and a drizzle of Roma Ranch to top it off. At Very Mod, good. do you have to go down the line like Chipotle, or do you just tell yes. them what you want and they just make it? Well, either one. Like, they have the... But uh, build your own, or they have the ones that are already made, like this mm. backyard cheesy pizza, or yeah. the Lucy Sunshine. That's the one with garlic and artichokes. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I can't see who makes the wings on the the, the on the pizza website. They're like, yeah, this is all uh, this is all us. I know <laughs> yeah. it's not you. You <laughs> gave it to me in somebody else's box. Yeah, they're picking it up from somewhere else for sure. Yeah, get out of here, Pizza Hut. <laughs> Vector, I want you to link this pizza that you just posted, this Lucy pizza, whatever this is. This looks like if you dumped out a garbage can. No, no, no. <laughs> on a piece you. of pizza. No, no, no. <laughs> there's pickles, there's just <laughs> random pieces. Pickles of on pizza. Yes. That doesn't yeah. sound bad. Vector yeah. lost his mind. Daddy likes a pickle. <laughs> yeah. That's their special of the week. They do this thing oh. where it's like... Um, they pick a specific one, like a specialty one, and it's seven dollars. Normally, they're like eleven or twelve dollars. So that 
seven dollars is what caught my eye, and then the pizza was good too. Yeah. Ooh-wee. All right. Well, I think that's a good transition because that the that listener out there, Josh. He's listening right now, and he's saying, wow, I really came here to listen to, about video games, and they've been talking about pizza for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. The question was, while playing video games, Josh, and you got your answer, uh, <laughs> Mod Pizza, the pizza that looks like you dumped the trash out. Okay, <laughs> it's time yeah. to get into the latest video game news, because everybody who's anybody knows Jeff W. is always DTF, down to talk the Fun news. So, Vector, why don't you uh, satiate, 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 satiate? However you say that word, <laughs> Jeff W's need for news. Yeah, let me let me satiate Jeff W and tell him because I know hmm. Jeff's a big fan that Elon Musk says we should be see steam running on Teslas very soon, Jeff. Very hmm. soon. He now, also hold said on. He was going to own Twitter, and That's here true. we are. That's yeah. true. Also, he looks weird with his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. That's like the whole thing. And he can't even... And he broke up with Grimes. <laughs> Hello. Mm. Um, now, d- Elon Musk says we should see Steam running on Tesla soon. Is that like, hey, we should see Steam running on s- Tesla soon? Or is it like, hey, we should see Steam on Tesla soon? <laughs> Well, his you know what I mean? Tweet. Like, was it? Yeah. Is that an idea? Just <laughs> an idea that popped into his head? Like, what if the Teslas, uh, when you honk the horn, it makes a fart sound? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that is it that idea, or is it like he's telling us Steam's going to be running on the Teslas? Well, this is not too far off of when he debuted the latest models of Tesla. It had Cyberpunk playing in the mm-hmm. back of it. I think we might have talked about it on the on a previous level, but. This was a reply to another person who was showing off gaming in a Tesla. Um, They had Cuphead playing, and they they had a PlayStation controller plugged in. So Elon um, was replying to that tweet, and he said, We're making progress with Steam integration. Demo probably next month. So that was five days ago that he tweeted that. And Jeff Keighley even put those little eyes that are open on the little emoji eyes. Uh, But... What do you think, Jeff? What do you think about this? You yeah. know, I don't have have you guys yeah. ever played games in your Tesla? Like oh, yeah. seriously. Oh, See, I know, I know Vactor's lying. I know Vactor's lying because it the worst place to be in Arizona is in your any car. Time, <laughs> is in your car. Not, so not true. I ain't playing no fucking games in there. Not but the Tesla's way. got good AC. That's tr- See, mm. that's what Jeff ha- doesn't understand because in my work currently there is no AC. My Tesla has been a savior because I go out there in the 111, 115 degree heat, and it's cool as Jeff W's underwear in there. It's it's fantastic. So when you, you say, turn it on on the walk, like he's leaving his desk, oh yeah. he gets on his phone mm. and turns it on. When you say that, Jeff, mm. I know you're trolling, but inside of a Tesla is actually one of the best places to sit there and game. Now, the only problem would be if there's glare, like if the sun's coming in at a different angle and there's glare on the screen. But playing on there, it's it's a nice big screen. Like like I said, you can actually plug in an Xbox or a PlayStation controller. So it's actually a pretty good experience, yeah? Mm. And they keep adding new games. That's another thing, because when, when they first came out, they were like simple asteroids and basic centipede games. Now they got like Cuphead and they got um, Stardew Valley and things like that. So 
actual Steam integration. Now, the problem with that would be the Wi-Fi or the connection, like the cellular connection, because Jeff and it's I It's good tried, enough for, like, YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But well, I don't know about streaming We games. tried to do cloud gaming. Jeff, I don't know if you remember that. Um, during the uh, pandemic. Yes. During the lockdown. CVS parking lot. We were trying to do xCloud, which you can still do just by going to a browser. And uh, so it's kind of like a hack. It's not a built-in integration into Tesla. But it was just the connection was so bad, we yeah. were not able to play it. We were not able to stream a game. So with Steam, I don't know exactly how that would work unless you're downloading the games, kind of like a Steam Deck, unless you're like downloading the games. Oh, we'll talk about that a little later. <laughs> and playing them like that. But just the hardware that's inside there, um, he said Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher were going to be on newer Model S and Model X because those have AMD Ryzen processors. Jeff, there's no, there's no one's playing. I'm going to tell you right now. There's never going to be a significant amount of people that are like, hey, you know, I played The Witcher in my Tesla. I beat The Witcher. Eight, yeah. I got 80 hours into it all in my Tesla. Yeah, it doesn't have like to be 20 hours just to get through the intro. It doesn't where's have to be. Uh, where's Trent? Oh, he's in the garage. Yeah. yeah. He's in the car. <laughs> That's all I need, boy. I just uh, like having the option because much like Rob said, pl playing Netflix or playing YouTube has saved me a ton of times where I'm like, man, there's nothing to do. Oh, yeah, I'm in my Tesla. I can just watch uh, Disney Plus on here. Uh, they even have TikTok on there for the Jeffs of the world. They have mm -hmm. a little Good Mythical Morning on there. Yeah, they have so it. many options. And giving me option uh, the option to play Steam? Now you're talking my language, Jeff. I can play Stray sitting, <laughs> sitting in my car. <laughs> I think you're... I don't know how common your situation is though like for me i i rarely rarely play games in my tesla i have on occasion mainly chess and the cars beat me every time stupid car <laughs> um but I, I don't find myself in situations where i'm in the car for prolonged periods of time not doing anything short of perhaps like a road trip back home to arizona when i'm at the chargers but like we had a we had the charger installed at the house, so I'm not going to chargers on a regular basis or anything. I would say that's um, the best time is when you're sitting at a charger. And Jeff's been in my car before when I was charging, even at the superchargers. Let's yeah. say if you're going from zero to 100, it's still at least like, like 15, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, depending on the level of, of supercharger you go to. So that's yeah. time right there. I've taken naps in my car before. I've, I've played games. Um, but... Because you can't play it while driving, that really cuts down on the time I can play. Because like you said, when you're actually parked, how many times are you waiting in your car? But I've had it in situations before where it was like, oh, you know what it was? I went to Smashburger and they weren't open yet. I was like, why are they not open? But I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll sit in my car and I'll play until they open in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. um, so stuff like that. Maybe if you go to the DMV or you're something where you have to wait and come back. Um, they give you a ticket and you have to come back. Those are all situations where you could yeah. play it. So I want to It's see. good to have. It's good to have. But how, yeah, it's just how often are those situations coming up? It definitely couldn't be like, I couldn't see myself playing a big, chunky, like Elden Ring or something in the car. Unless it was doing cloud saves or something like that. Uh, it would have to be these little bite sized morsels of video games. 
Otherwise, yeah, it Tesla, seems impractical. Tesla can just stick to the whoopee cushion games. All right, ah. stick to the fart noises. <laughs> stick to the stupid Easter eggs. Just Jeff doesn't want pr- progress. He wants everything to stay at Pong. He doesn't want to go any. Put further. Discord in it. Put Discord in it. Then maybe Shoff can get on it too. You know what I mean? Let's do that. Shout out well, to Shoff, who loves hearing his name on this podcast. <laughs> Discord is is not coming to Tesla yet, but it is coming to Xbox, and we have our first look uh, through the Xbox Insider program. You can actually get it right now. People are doing what? it, but um, Discord is coming to Voice Chat is coming to Xbox. It's taken long enough. Um, but the thing that I really wanted to talk about here was the way that you do it. It seems like a very roundabout way and because there's no actual Discord app coming mm-hmm. to Xbox. So the process of connecting your Xbox and your Discord account starts in a voice chat on, your, on the, mobile, the Xbox mobile app. And then you have to transfer it from the Discord call to your Xbox. And then you have to connect your Xbox account to your Discord. And even if you've already done it, which I'm sure we all all have done that before because that's how you can see the games playing. Right. But you have to redo it. You have to reconnect it um, in order to do this. But this transfer to Xbox thing, it just seems like a step that is too much for me. I, I, I'm already on Discord. Like, I can just talk to people. So this, to me, doesn't seem very practical. I, I want to see an actual app on the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why not just talk on Xbox voice chat? Or right. just, I mean, I guess not all of us are in, like, we're, we're true vidiots, like we said at the top of the show. Our laptops, or excuse me, not laptops, our PCs or whatever are right next to our video game consoles. We can just be on Discord voice chat on PC and play our yeah. games. But maybe not everybody's like that, but it does seem like a lot of hoops to jump through. Like, you could yeah. just do it on your phone. Like, I, we could all get on voice chat on our phone. Yeah. And do it that way if I didn't have a computer. No. We're all Discord fans here. Like, I, I think we can safely say Discord is the best way to have a voice chat on mm-hmm. your your gaming situation, whatever you're on. So just having it on Xbox would be great, but I think they need to kind of refine it a little bit before we, we can actually say that this is usable. Yeah. And, you know, I, so and, and it's the thing I would like to see is like some kind of universal support for Discord. Like, you know, Xbox and PlayStation need to have their, or I understand their need to have the, you know, the integrated chat or whatever. But I just feel like Discord should be, like, make it native. And I feel like if you're Phil Spencer and Xbox, like, you should be doing that. You should integrate a little bit better. Now, I will say that there is the scenario that we've run into in our party with our group, you know, playing some games, like, is, you know say somebody's on their PlayStation and they want to hear the game noise and they want to hear the chat. Like they're kind of stuck having to like earbud and then put a headset over that and then have both of those inputs. Um, so I would like to see them, you know, just, just make it so you can enter an app in discord, make that your chat and then switch over to the game. Uh, would be like the preferential thing here. And, And Xbox is a little better. So like if, 
at least like if somebody's stuck on an Xbox, I still have the the Xbox features on my PC. So I can technically with this, like we all right now could join an Xbox chat and be in one with somebody on an Xbox, but I just want it to be more universal. And I just wish it's it's funny, I was and I was talking to Trent about this before we started. Uh it's funny how how like Xbox was like the king of the feature. Like the Xbox party chat on three sixty. Mm-hmm. was massive for me like it was huge like factor i think me and you probably like the first seven years of our friendship probably came from us mostly just hopping on games and chatting in that yes. chat you right. know uh and then eventually it switched just because it seemed like once microsoft left the 360 it then went, it just seemed like their, their their features just went downhill i don't i don't know how they have not been able to build off of that success it was like microsoft had that xbox 360 and just blew everything up and just and didn't keep the stuff that just you know made sense um so i find it funny that we're in this like another weird section of this like communicating while gaming and i, and I would just like to see microsoft like just go just dive in on it like just fully support this some way i, I don't know how you do it but there's got to be a way yeah What's his name? Uh, uh, Phil Spencer? Yeah. Phil, fix it. <laughs> yeah, Phil. Philly. Let's go. Yeah. Call turn it, Phil. <laughs> well, something else that does not need to be fixed is Marvel's Spider-Man, which is getting remastered. And I just... W- Actually, this probably could have been a lightning round. Uh, but no, no, it's too late. This no, is I'll in the discussion in section. Yeah. Spider-Man is going to support... DLSS and yeah. ultra wide monitors Ooh-wee. on PC, and this is coming August 12. I'm very close to rebuying this game. I've already beaten it on PS4 and PS5. I'm this PC is is it's got my spider sent my vector senses tingling, my the hair on my arms standing up. <laughs> I'll uh, give you two words why you should buy it, and I'll give you four words why I should buy it. Two words for you. Steam Deck, okay? Four words for me. Steam Deck, also, that doesn't count. <laughs> As Ultra well. wide. Ultra wide. <laughs> I was going to get it. I was probably going to replay it on the Steam Deck just because I would... I'm, I love that game. Miles Morales objectively is a better game, and I will die on that hill, but I still love the Spider-Man game despite the Mary Jane sections and the stealth and all that. See, the only reason I would put Spider-Man over Miles is the story. I think, and I've said this many times, I don't know if I've said on this podcast, I think the story of the Spider-Man video game is the best movie that Spider-Man has ever been involved in, just from start to finish, Mm -hmm. the best story. And that keeps me coming back. The voice acting, the... Um, the way that the characters are written I'm like Rob, the Mary Jane and then um, some of the side stuff like Taskmaster is very tedious Hacking, come hack! But it's really <laughs> just it's just that Bioshock uh, minigame over and over yeah. again Yeah, right Yeah. So if, like, the, especially when you're replaying it and you're like, oh man, let's get back to the actual fun parts and the actual good story but I I think it might just i mean if i had ultra wide if i had ultra wide monitor that would also be another thing for me but yeah the the 
promise of Steam Deck might get me to play it, as well as God of War. Yeah, I was going to strictly mainly get it for the Steam Deck, but then I watched that reveal video, and it said ultra-wide, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to get it on my computer. Yeah. I mean, it's all on Steam, so it doesn't matter. Right. But either way, I was like, well, That's I might just be double. this on my... Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. two yeah. reasons to play it. And, and, and I think unlock it's... frame rates. Yeah. As I was saying, this is definitely going to be like the... If you're going to own this game anywhere, it's going to need to be on here. Because, number one, you'll never lose access. You're always going to have PCs that can play it. And Mm -hmm. even things like... I don't know if you guys... I don't know if you guys remember when that came out. The... I don't want to call it controversy, but the discussion around the reflections in that game. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Or they were (laughs) at some points. And, like, they're like, oh, you know, it's like the game. Because... You know, in in like game development, they basically have to generate the world twice for the for the mirror yeah. effect, right? You have to generate it twice for it to be like one to one, like a mirror in real life. Sure. And uh, on here, it looks like they're doing ray tracing reflections. So I feel like, you know, it's not this isn't going to be like, hey, this is a whole new game, but you're going to go through here and be like, you know, like this is clearly the best version that this game could have possibly. Uh, ever been um, right. So for and me, they, that's the reason I will probably get it is just to own the uh, the ultimate version of the of this game. They do yeah. have support for the DualSense controller as well as mouse and keyboard um, achievements and cloud saves. So those are also kind of things that would entice me to play it as well. I would also like to point out that one of us three has a thirty eighty. That's true. <laughs> And that's Vector, everybody. <laughs> wow. Well, I have one in the house. I have one in the house. It's not on <laughs> this computer. <laughs> all right. Two of it's, us three it, have a 3080. It's on one I borrowed from work. You know, oh. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, all right. We're going to put where Jeff works in the show nobody notes. Nobody heard that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else is happening? Well, something else that Jeff and I played was Grounded on Xbox. Remember when it was in beta like three years ago? Yeah, Bang, was, it, was it beta Bang, or was yeah, it, it alpha? It, one of it those. was like a, it was like a game preview, or it was yeah. like almost like not even. It was like something and it just recently came weird. out of that, and the full game came out. Jeff and I, spoiler alert, did not like that game. Did not have a good time on that game. That game is getting an animated television adaptation. Hmm. So that is something that I will check out. Just to see. The game, the IP is not... You know, it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, basically. Yeah, I was going to say, it's been done. Um, it, they do have one of the Clone Wars writers on there. So maybe maybe the story will be good. Maybe they'll have something interesting. Uh, but the game has over 10 million players. Um, I I don't know any of those 10 million people. <laughs> I don't know anybody who plays this game. This is on. Uh, it's on Game Pass, right? Yeah. That's probably right. Like, that has to be, like... That that's, as they say, that's uh, fluffing the numbers a little bit, right? <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see how this comes. We've got a lot of adaptations, video game adaptations, including we saw the live action Halo show, mm-hmm. uh, the Knuckles spinoff from Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog is coming. Oh yeah, <laughs> where Idris Elba is returning. The Last of Us TV show. There's a Borderlands movie. All of us enjoyed It Takes Two. Mm-hmm. That's getting one. And then Disco Elysium, also getting an adaptation. So Ooh. this is just the next, you know, the next. It's like when they discovered comic books. Wait a minute. 
we can make a movie about comic books. Oh, let's yeah. let's go for the every single comic book that's ever been written. Let's let's write a movie about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every week we have an announce. Oh, well, oh no, Netflix got that. Netflix is gonna make that movie uh, about the cats and the the dog and the the, the kids and the movie copying the movie with the thing and the yeah. This Thank is uh, sad. Well, speaking of, Netflix actually has a Tekken show on the way, Jeff. Oh, like, God. what the thank fuck God. do you do with that? Like, what? August 18th. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, there's, there's a no lot way like, this is good. It's a lot like Taken, Jeff, but it's mm. Tekken. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Tekken, what? yeah. These people watch- all have a particular set of skills, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the trailer, Jeff? No, you know what? Let me do live reaction. Let's talk about Uh-oh. it. I'm going to watch it right now. Because there's just Checking no okay. way it's fucking good. There's no Factor's way. is going to have to put the, the trailer audio in. Nah, or not. Right. Or he's not. Right. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to zip zip through it a little it looks bit. looks pretty good you know to me, Jeff. Oh, it's know. animated. It's animated oh, yeah. and it's anime? Yeah, okay. See, that's... No. If it's that, not hentai, <laughs> yeah. If there's no octopus, the fact in that here, it's animated, if there's no stepmoms, <laughs> automatically, like your level of suspension of disbelief is lower than if it's live Tekken? action, right? Sorry, like Tekken, because you think about Sorry? Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, like yeah. If you're watching them in anime, it's much more believable than if you're watching it live action, a- unless you're a big Raul Raulia fan. Okay, Jean-Claude? well, first of all, Raul Julia was the <laughs> king of his craft, and I will have no, I will not have you sing otherwise. Um, I want to just make sure I understand what you just said correctly. So you said it's more believable if it's an anime yes. versus, okay. What about, mm-hmm. that, I recall you saying that the fights and everything weren't believable in another animated show called What If. What would you say is the difference? Well, I would say... If it's a fighting game and then you're showing fights in an anime, it looks much more believable. Now, what if was that was the anime style of what if? I just didn't like it's almost I think we've talked about this before. Remember that? We probably that talked old, about it on Geek, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, that old what was that? Dang it, now I'm blanking on it. It was like a reboot. Remember that old cartoon reboot when mm-hmm. we were growing up? Where it was like, hey, there, it's 3D, it's live, it's uh, in the computer, and but the art style, like it was so stiff, it was like this is not believable at all. Bleep blorp. That was what got me. Now, if it's fluid animation and anime is 2D, it's hand drawn versus the 3D animation. If it looks fluid, then it's more believable. If it feels like blocky or just kind of robotic, then it's hard for me to to get into it. All right. But this one, I hmm. like the, what I'm seeing here, Jeff. This bloodline looks pretty good to yeah, me. You know, it looks fair. I mean, I you know, I, it's, it's all right. Yeah, you know, I actually would like. I don't know why they haven't done, uh, or at least I don't think they're doing any kind of uh, like. Why not do this for Street Fighter? I just think the character like names like can you name can you name a Tekken character vector? Yeah, Jin. Chin. Now, I was next. No, I was, fa- he said, not your favorite alcoholic beverage. <laughs> yeah. He said, we need a character's name. Like, now, 
I didn't. I never talked to you, Jeff, about this, but I was a big Tekken fan growing mm-hmm. up. That was one of my fighting games that I would go back and forth between Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Virtua Fighter. Like all of them had uh, Dead or Alive. They all had a right. place in my gaming heart. Mortal, um, Marvel versus Capcom, but. Mm-hmm. I kind of I've fallen off the Tekken wagon, so I'm not as immersed in it as I was. But I do yeah. remember that the storyline was pretty interesting, um, and they're dealing with with uh, things like ogres and corporate power battles and genetic traits, kangaroos, reptiles, yeah. You know, yeah, all of those things. I just think there's like I don't know. I personally, me, I'd rather see them do something with the, uh, I'm surprised there hasn't been like a Street Fighter type thing like this. There to, was something I saw Netflix. the other day. There were Street was... Fighter anime movies. Yeah, they have done mm-hmm. some Street Fighter. With Chun-Li something... in the shower. That's all I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was something recently that I saw. I can't remember what it was, but it was Street oh, yeah. Fighter anime. Um, mm. Anyways, yeah. Animation I think just looks like, be- I think because we're playing the games, we and the same thing with Dragon Ball. Like, think about the live-action Dragon Ball movie versus the anime. Like, we're already kind of in that world, and we're in an animated form. And then when you go into live-action, it's like, wait a minute. That doesn't look like what I've been right. playing all these years or what I've been seeing all these years. So this Tekken, I think, looks promising. We'll see how yeah. it does on August 18th. I'll look at it. Yeah. On Netflix, I'll, especially I'll since... We all got Netflix accounts. Might as well just throw it on there, Jeff. <laughs> just put it in your queue, Jeff. Yeah, put, put it on in there, brother. The last news story is relating to Stray, the game that we have not played as much as we wanted to because it just came out yesterday, boys. Yesterday. But real cats are obsessed with Stray, and there's a Twitter account that proves it. So click on over there if you want click to see Click on that in the show notes. I've seen a lot of TikToks of people in the opening uh, section, like the tutorial section of the game as well, showing their cats yeah. watching it. <clears throat> and it's all like, it's one of three things. It's either the cat's indifferent, like most cats are, because <laughs> most, if not all cats, are assholes. Number two, they're hissing at the TV, which falls in line with what I just said before, <laughs> that all cats are assholes. Or number three, they're pawing at the tv like uh like santa's little helper on, on the simpsons like oh he's cute he thinks he's one of them uh, <laughs> so if you if you're into that if that floats your boat check out tiktok because you can't get away from that right now that <laughs> and, and like girls dancing it's an we algorithm did. <laughs> we did want to say that uh we will be talking about stray more next week as we get more time to play with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Got that right. <laughs> All right. That's well, that it. does it for this week's video game news. Good job, Vactor. Everybody, let's give uh, Vactor just a little bit of a shout out, everybody, because mm-hmm. he curates the news every week. I mean, every once in a while, Jeff and I will be like, hey, did you see this thing about this thing? We should talk about this. But for the yes. most part, Vactor curates the news. So sh- good job, Vector. We appreciate Thank you. We appreciate you. All right, now we're moving on to the games we played this week. And the big, big, big one that we all played this week was Stray. But like I said, we're going to talk about that next week because it only just came out yesterday. So look at look forward for next week's episode for our, our thoughts on Stray. But the second big, big, big one that also came out this week that we all played was Halo Infinite. 
what, Rob, didn't that game come out in, like, November or something? <laughs> I thought you guys played all the latest video games. We talk about Halo Infinite. <laughs> Shut your face. We're talking about the new co-op campaign that is in beta testing right now on Xbox Live. Um, we all dove into it. Jeff, in fact, you got a little more time than me playing mm-hmm. it, but we still all got time to play together. So this long-delayed, long-anticipated feature um, that, frankly, I was surprised wasn't in the release when the game first came out is here. Uh, and it works pretty much exactly like you would imagine it does, except not as good and uh, <laughs> harder to accomplish. <laughs> so um, ultimately, you, ha- you have to be an Xbox insider to access this and the the beta how much longer is the beta going for vector do you remember i think it's like two weeks is it two weeks or was i thought it was something like stupid i thought it was like seven days or something i thought it was only one week maybe it's a short period of time and i believe that your progress is not going to carry over to when the feature is officially released but ultimately, you have to be an Xbox Insider to access this. Xbox Insider on Xbox Live is free, so you have to download oh, the... 10 days. 10 days. 10 days. Oh, man. It's probably already gone by the time <laughs> this is up. <laughs> anyway, we record this, there's two days left. All right. Well, hop on real fast, you guys. Um, you have to download the Xbox Insider. You have to... Uh, opt in to this feature and then it downloads and then i i believe you also have to launch it through the xbox insider and not through the game itself yeah. or at least that's what it's making me do yeah we were then, able to do it through steam but there's a code that you have to put in you have to go oh, okay. through the the beta you have to load the game and then go into the beta section and then give it a code and then it gives you access to the that makes sense okay game. i yeah. forgot that jeff w is a master beta player yes and he knows <laughs> um <laughs> but i was playing on xbox series x i opted not to do it on steam so i'm going to give you my impressions on it real quick and then we'll talk about we'll let you guys do your impressions and we'll talk about the whole thing so the thing that was not that great to me is that Vactor and Jeff got to play a little bit more than I did and that's not the not great part but they got out of the tutorial area in the game right so you're in the the spaceship you have to fight that boss and then eventually you get into the quote unquote open world in Halo that's about where they got and I said okay I'm ready to join so what you cannot do is drop into their game where they're at. Whoever is the least, who has the least amount of progression in the game, me in this instance, because I hadn't started playing the co-op yet, everybody has to start over at that person's spot. So not only did I have to play the worst part of the game again, (laughs) Vactor and Jeff had to play it for a third time. (laughs) and then eventually we all got out of there uh so i was a little disappointed in that and then the how difficult it seems to actually join a game with each other it's not just there there was a lot of trial and error for all of us to get to play together and that might be just because it was cross-platform maybe it's easier if everybody's playing on steam or everybody's playing Mm -hmm. on xbox but it did seem difficult so i wasn't really super impressed with that uh what do you guys think yeah, and you know, just to talk about that, you know, we, when I when I said like, you know, it's it's kind of crazy how 
somehow games have become less featureful or the features have become poorer since like the 360 days. The idea that this is not, that they had the Halo 3 lobby, the Halo 2 lobby, the Call of Duty, Call of Duty lobbies, they were super simple. You drop in, it makes sense. Everybody's name pops up when they're in the game. You know, the fact that they, and this is a, a complaint about Halo overall and their, their fire team system, like, Factor, how, you know, every time we play that game, you're like, I don't see in the fire team. I think we say that every single time is when we're trying to <laughs> game because you just, it, it just doesn't update like it should. Like, I should join and it's right there. And so, you know, it's, to me, it was disappointing in that. Uh, like, I just want this to be simple. And, like, Halo 3 had, like, perfect four-player co-op. Like, how does this game not have that? Like, like Rob, we talked about it when we were playing. Like, they delayed this, you know? Like, and we're, we're in there. And even then, like, some of it was kind of rough. Like, you know, if somebody went and, and triggered a cutscene, like, the jump that it instantly makes your character make. Like, there is no smooth right. transition. Like, you just instantly click into whatever is happening which i could appreciate a little bit you know just get me where i need to go but it just seems rough around the edges and i'm i'm surprised that the game got delayed and i'm surprised they've still not been able to make this happen and it, and it still seems rough around the edges i don't know like there should be this thing should have evolved you know like if you remember like back in Halo Three, you could just join in, do whatever, play the game, and and it was you know it was a fine experience. I, I don't understand why this hasn't expanded beyond that. Like why not? Like I should be able to, in theory, search, you know, live, you know, search uh, co-op games and jump in on a random person's game, like a little lobby. Like let me jump in here. Oh, they're playing this level. Let me jump in here, or they're playing this level on legendary with these right. skulls activated like let me jump in there like why is this thing not done yet i think is the kind of the takeaway like i was actually pretty surprised when we started it that's i think maybe if i had to give like an overall impression it's just surprised at how little progress i feel like has been made here um i, I just i don't understand how older games have a feature and have done it better and and i get it there's more complex systems now things are you know you have to do more to make things happen now, but I, it's just uh, pretty you know, disappointing in terms of how not finished it is. But you know, I will say, like, if I'm gonna play the Halo campaign, I would. I, that's how I want to do it. You know, I want to do it in a chat with you guys, where we're kind of like we're kind of paying attention to the story, but then we have all the chatter between you know missions and running around in that open world, especially. Um, you know, that is exactly how i want to play that game it's just uh it's a shame that they seem this seems to be so far off i mean we're gonna hit it feels like we're gonna hit a year of this game being out before this like what i see is like a, a you know a major feature of the game like not being involved yeah and i think it's the problem that they that it's a quote-unquote open world and like they're worried that if vactor and Jeff go over here to point A and they initiate this mission and Wonder Rob is like, I'm going to go to the other side of the map and I'm actually going to start this mission over here that there's some sort of consequence because every time we started a new mission, even in the open world, we were all immediately transported to where the mission was. Yeah. And that happened where I was way far away from you guys just running around and I immediately got pulled into whatever it was you were doing. Uh, 
so I don't know, man. They I was hyped on Halo Co op, but I mean it was fine, but I wasn't getting that that mm-hmm. feeling, you know. Remember the old feeling you got when you played Halo right. Co op back in the day? You're you're waiting to see what happens. I wasn't and getting I say it. too. Um, not to cut you off, Rob, but I just want to say too. Speak. It's a it's a great point you made that uh, about it. You know, it jumping and, and pushing you to us. Because I was just thinking, like you know, there was a point where we were kind of winding down on our gameplay. You know, doing a little Beavis and Butthead chatter. We were talking about the Beavis <laughs> and Butthead movie and yeah, various right. music that they made. <laughs> um, and Rob had dropped out of the game, and his but his character was still there. Oh yeah, and that's it right. Would it was in beta, and it progress. kicked me from the game. Right. Yeah, it would not let me and Vactor progress. So on one hand, it's kicking everybody forward, but if you leave the game and it drops you, then it would not let me and Vactor move forward at a certain point. Like we couldn't do like we we got like I I think I got to a mission area and Vactor was pretty near me because I could see his character moving around. And then Rob, you were at the very beginning of that level because it just had dropped you when we loaded in and it just wouldn't let me go do anything. I, I was like I was like, you know, what's the point of this game? Like, this is just, that's also what made it feel unfinished as well to me. What say you, Vector? I think I'm the most positive of us. Um, I think a lot of the problems is 343 taking over from Bungie. And then the only thing they really did was Halo 4 and then the Master Chief Collection um, and Halo 5, which. We usually don't speak about, but the, <laughs> I don't think they I was have literally a lot of, about to say, was Halo Five a thing? <laughs> I don't think they have a lot of in, um, experience for co-op, and then you add on the open world nature of it. I think it's just a situation where Bungie didn't share their knowledge, you know, from Halo and then from Destiny, and then this new studio came in and, and had to kind of start from scratch, and they just I don't think they have been as good as Bungie was from the heights of Halo 3 yeah. till now. Um, but on the other hand, I actually had a lot of fun playing the co-op with you guys for two reasons. Number one, it's one of these games. We got to come up with a name for this where we can just chat and have fun. Like Fall Guys is kind of like that, too, where we don't have to necessarily think about the game too much. We're just having fun talking to each other as we normally would. And then in the background, we're also, our mind is going on the game, but also just the Halo-ness of it. It's just fun for me to play Halo, that core gameplay of Halo. It's there. It's just like Rob said, not, or maybe it was Jeff, an evolution of Halo where it's like, Oh, I guess the grappling gun is the only thing that's that's the only mechanic that's really sets it apart from anything else from halos uh, previous so as far as an evolution of the open world you know that to me didn't doesn't really matter as much but adding that new mechanic of the grappling gun that's the type of thing they needed to be adding they need to put more stuff like that in it to evolve it uh, but i'm just having fun playing halo and hopefully we can we can play it again when it's out in f- in the full release and we could just kind of shut our brains off. I think Shredder's Revenge was like that too when we were playing it where it was just like we're mind you know having fun and we're talking and we're laughing at Michelangelo dancing. So we <laughs> we're having fun is the main key point. Yeah, I for mean this it wasn't not fun. 
Yeah. It's just, like I said, it felt like, I know it's in a beta and it's a test, so that's the whole point. But like mm-hmm. these are things that they, they definitely need to work on, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, how much did uh, COVID push it back and kind of take away from it? Because, you know, the game got pushed back and then the co-op got pushed back. So how much did they have to cut back their team or cut back their forces from working on it? I don't know. Sure. I don't know all the behind the scenes. That would be an interesting documentary maybe. But as players, as gamers, the end product that we're getting, I think what is hurting it now is I don't think there's any buzz around it versus when it was first coming out. And, you know, even Shoff. Our, our friend and fellow geek, so to speak, co-host, he was very excited about it when it first came out. Now, when this co-op came out, I didn't hear him say anything. I didn't hear him say, oh, yeah, I want to play co-op with you. Um, I just don't think that same level of interest or buzz is there six months later after it was released. And in the future, it's going to be very difficult, I think, to get interest, to regain that momentum that they had. Sure when it first released so i'll definitely still be playing it because i i still haven't beat it yet because i've just had so many other things um to play and and uh to take up my time but i'm still interested in the story of halo i think out of all three of us i'm the most interested so i still want to beat the actual single player uh just to see what happens and then also i want to play with you guys just maybe to have uh just more time in the world, and then also let's get some co-op achievements in there, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wagner's run only one. Me and Rob are just running through the game, like you know, chit-chatting away, and then Vector's like, this "Guys oh, over here looking an for audio skulls. log." Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yelling at me for passing audio logs. Yeah, he's Rob, over here teabagging the all the grunts, getting the <laughs> well, teabag that- award. <laughs> I-, I was weird that that didn't transfer over some of those audio log things, but yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens when the full game comes out. All right. Okay, so that was the big thing that we played down here. Now I see on here uh, somebody in this podcast has been playing The Looker and The Witness this yes. week. So have either of you guys played? Now, Jeff, I know you played The Witness when it first came out. Yes. Uh, Rob, have you played either no. The Looker or The Witness? Okay. I'm familiar with The Witness, but I have not played it, and I have not played The Looker. Okay, so The Looker, for anyone who is interested or is not familiar is a direct parody of The Witness. And The Witness is a puzzle game where you go through and you got to connect the basically just connect a line and it's you're mm-hmm. going through these mazes. So The Looker is that, but it's taken it every, where everything is like a joke. And so you're drawing the line with your cursor. Uh, but everything it actually looks like The Witness. Like it looks like you're still they playing The Witness. They look really similar. Yeah. To, looking at probably, the trailers, you probably wouldn't know if if someone didn't tell you at first. Uh, but I gotta say, I beat this game. It's not like a long game, but the Looker uh, is fantastic as a first of all as a puzzle game. Wait, you Second beat all, the Witness? Yes. Oh, not the Witness, the Looker. Oh. Okay. So uh, when the Witness came out, I pl- I like it was funny because like I bought it on multiple consoles, but I just never got around yeah. to, to playing it. And yeah. beating it and then when the looker came out and i heard uh jeff canada talking about it on dlc i was like oh you know what this is a parody of that other game maybe i'd mm-hmm. like this just from the jokiness of it and i did like all the jokes were funny and the ending boys i got 
you got to play this just to see the ending because the last joke of the game makes the whole game worth it. Like the whole game is is uh, it it's good, boys. Let's can you play it without uh, being familiar with the witness? Like yeah, I don't think because there's no like storyline really. It's just puzzles, right? So. If you know that about the witness, and even if you don't know that, like as just as a as a puzzle game, the looker is good as well. And then you've got comedy on top of that. You just won't get like the the in jokes of the game where it's like, oh, this is a parody of this. Um, yeah. It's funny because after I beat the looker, I went directly to the witness. And I was like, oh, this is like a parody yeah. of that. This is that. And the, the witness is very much like Rob. I don't. You didn't play it, so you didn't get to see like it's number one it's a really great game it really is like really really good um but there's moments in that game where so there's no there's not a lot of hints you just go to these different sections of this island and like they're kind of throughout the island they're themed and this is uh the witness not the looker the witness is like it'll be like hey these all these puzzles are kind of themed around the same concept but then there's a point where you you can finish those or get you know really deep in. And you're like you're like man, I'm not like where I'm unlocking these points. Like what's going on? And then you're looking for different clues. And then you realize like at a certain point. And, and actually, it might not even be that deep in. I think you do encounter this uh, in you know a few hours into the game or maybe an hour or something in the witness where you like you're like oh if I. Like, there's a line that I have to draw to a circle. That's the theme of this. And it's like, but there's no circle for this one. And then you realize that the shift in perspective, you're like, oh, but if I shift my perspective to the sun, then I can draw this line and complete the puzzle. The sun becomes like the circle on the end of this line. Mm-hmm. So there's like these moments of in that game where you're like, oh, crap, it just opened up a whole new... Uh, perspective for me on this puzzle. Now I know what I got to do for all these, and it's very there's like there's super no jokes. liminal or maquette or something. Yeah, and there's there's a mystery going on. There's some stuff going happening. Um, but yeah, and then factor. Yeah, looking at the trailer here, it looks pretty hilarious because he's just drawing lines right through the puzzles. Like they're yeah. not really puzzles. And some yeah, of these. there's there's some that like like you said with the witness where you're changing your perspective it's the same yeah. but it's like a, it's a joke so mm-hmm. i would highly recommend both the looker and uh the witness and the witness is made by jonathan blow and he did braid which is one of my favorite puzzle games yes. of all time um so if you ever have a chance um check out braid as well Interesting. Parody games aren't really a thing. Did you? The only parody game I ever played was this game called Pissed. P Y S T. It was a parody of Mist. <laughs> I never. And played I think that. I don't even know why I had that game. I think my mom must have got it for me for like Christmas or something, and just like saw it and got it. But I remember like I've never. I didn't really get it because I'd never played Mist at the time. But after mm-hmm. the fact, I was like, oh. I remember that game was a parody of this game. <laughs> so, yeah, little they, uh, a little rap trivia for you, everybody. They have a walkthrough of this on YouTube. Some people playing it. I might check this out. I'd never heard of this. All right, and uh, it says you've been playing the Stanley Parable. Yes. Now, this is also very similar. And Rob talked about the Stanley Parable on a previous level of the Sandbox mm-hmm. Gamers. But I was going to say, Rob, if you like the Stanley Parable, 
you will like the looker. Um, it's also humorous, like the story of the narrator and and you as the. Pl- did you beat the Stanley Parable? I guess I did. I ran credits on it, but I ran it in like an hour, and I I feel like there's probably a lot more to the game. Yeah, I looked it up. There's like 19 endings um, yeah. for the Stanley Parable, but mm-hmm. it's it is it had a very similar feel to me as I was playing, and I'm a uh, controller guy, and it forces you to play mouse and keyboard, and same thing on the Looker um, and the Witness. So the Stanley Parable, it felt very similar. So all of these games I played uh, back to back to back, and I enjoyed the the humor of the Stanley Parable, and then kind of it also felt like Portal to me. That's another thing, which Portal is one of my favorite games of all time. So Stanley Parable, I would also recommend as well. I didn't play the um, What's the, the the ultra deluxe? I didn't play that version. No. I played oh the, yeah, that's uh, the one I did. Yeah, uh, that Not to the brag. ultra deluxe has more endings actually. But now this I is. Liked, uh, oh no! Continue, continue. Yeah, I was gonna say I like the Stanley Parable. Now this is not on the show notes, but I wanted to ask Factor. You've had a Steam Deck. New breaking news, hmm. everybody. Jeff. And Vactor are co-owners of a Steam Deck. Oh, yeah. But Vactor is the one who has it within his possession, his greedy, grubby little hands ah, right we're now. sharing our child, yes. Yes, 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 yes. It's split custody. <laughs> um, did you try anything yet? I saw you sent a picture with uh, Rogue Legacy 2 on it. I'm just curious if you have a first impression of the console yet or yes, if I that's going to have to wait till next week. No, I, I have a first impression. Um, it is exactly what... I wanted it to be. It is the Switch, but your access to all your Steam games. Mm-hmm. So that has pros and cons to it, but I could see myself spending a lot of time with the Steam Deck. First of all, there's a ton of games that lend itself well to kind of a portable nature. Mm-hmm. And that one specifically, that Rogue Legacy and Rogue Legacy 2, I bought them thinking oh one day i'll have a steam deck and so that was why that was the first thing that i played on there so highly recommend rogue legacy rogue legacy 2 both of those are perfect for the steam deck and i'm looking forward to playing more on here but i was telling jeff uh before we started the podcast the thing that i just have to get a little bit used to is the controls being spread apart and that's Mm -hmm. that was the same thing with the switch where because the screen is in the middle and the analog sticks are on the outside, you know, as a controller player, I'm used to them being closer together. Yeah. So other than that, that's the only thing that I, I just have to kind of get used to the button placements on there. Because I was like, press, you know, you get a new system or you get, you're like, all right, a Nintendo system versus a Sony system. Like there's differences in the in the buttons and in the, the feel of it. That's what I just have to get used to. But I like the kind of like the cursor that they have on there, the little like trackpad. Um, it feels very solid. I like um, the UI is 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 very intuitive. Um, even the the sound effects of it, I like. Like it makes it gets me in the. Oh, this is something new. This is not the Switch. Mm-hmm. This is not my other handhelds that I've had before. So um, the weight was pretty good. Like Rob was saying in our Discord. 
uh, it looks fantastic. Like the pixel density of it, the, the mm-hmm. just the visuals of it look great. I'm interested to see kind of kick the tires on it and see what games run better than other games. So that'll be something um, to test out. Uh, Rogue Legacy is, is a small game. It's only 800 megabytes. So I was able to download it pretty quickly and then get to playing it pretty quickly. So um, I'll also be interested to see like the the bigger games, like the download, how that experience will be. But the first sure. impression is Jeff W's kiss. Yeah, so maybe next week we'll get to hear Jeff's first yeah. impressions. Yeah, maybe I can get my hands. Child. Yeah, just go over there, kick we, the door down. We mm. also share a Steam library, so I wonder if Jeff will be able to play Rogue Legacy and check that out. Probably, I yeah. would assume. If you ever give it up. Um, yeah. So speaking of Steam Deck, just very quick. So I was on vacation last week, of course. And thank you guys again for holding the show up. But I use that as a yeah. fun excuse to test some games on the Steam Deck as well. And I played uh, I played a good amount of this game called Please Fix the Road. Oh, you ever heard? You have you seen this? Have you heard about this, Kev? <laughs> hmm. It's a little puzzle game. Uh, just came out on June 10th, and the premise is, is you get these little tiny maps where a road or two roads or maybe a river or like a dirt path is going from one little area to the other, but it's a broken path, and you have these tools like you you have maybe two. Mm. small straight pieces of road maybe one left or right hand turn of the road and you have explosions so i can explode the map and rebuild the road that's cool yeah. uh, What's but the it's name a puzzle game it's called please fix the road i'm gonna look for this on the um, steam deck as just aesthetically looking at the looking at some gameplay it almost reminds me of that that hitman mobile game where you have it's kind of like a, you're at a, you're on a board and you're kind of solving the puzzle um, oh, yeah. so you're looking at the whole thing a little bit it, it also this is a totally different game, but the aesthetic and the way it controls yeah, also reminds me a little of, like, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys have played that, but, like, just the little, like, um, diorama mm-hmm. aspect of it as well. But the the puzzles get progressively harder as you go. So the, the, the little dioramas get a little bigger. The roads get a little more complicated. You're presented with instead of blowing up just a square of the road, because it's all broken up into squares, like it's a grid system mm-hmm. on there. And so maybe I, it's like Tetris pieces on moats. So if I'm going to blow up a piece of the road, it's going to blow up three in a row and then one to the left. And then I have to figure out how that explosion is going to make the pieces of the road that I have to re-put onto the map work. And how am I going to make it connect? And there were a couple where I maybe spent two or three minutes on it just staring at it and figuring it out and then going oh here's the answer because it's all in just rapid succession like you can get through like some of the easier puzzles in like 30 seconds on here like WarioWare style but some of them are a little tougher Um, but it's a new game it's just a a simple puzzle game only 10 bucks on Steam it played really well kept me uh, occupied in the time that I had to play video games while I was on vacation Um, so I'd recommend it it's called Please Fix the Road. Is this only on Steam, or is this also on... It looks like it might be like an i... Like this would look like it'd be on like an iPad, too. It might be... I don't know if it's on iOS or anything, but I could see it being a good iOS game. Yeah. Probably would work really well with touch controls, although I didn't test to see if it had touch controls on the Steam Deck. 
Um, I mainly just did it with the controller. And circling back to Vector's point about the controller, it does have sort of an interesting feel, the way the thumb pads are, but I haven't played any intensive game where, like The Witcher or Elden Ring or a first-person shooter or anything like that, where right. I can't necessarily say if it is comfortable or uncomfortable. The biggest game, the biggest like AAA game I've played on that recently is The Quarry, which we talked about recently, but that's not mm-hmm. a controller-intensive game. I mean, it works a little bit like a third-person controller game would, but it's definitely not intensive, so I'd be curious to try that, too. Spider-Man will be the test. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's going to about do it for this week's episode of The Sandbox Gamers. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Episode 22 is in the can. We appreciate it. Don't turn off the podcast yet, because I have some housekeeping to tell you. Real fast, just real fast. The Sandbox Gamer is part of the Geek So To Speak podcast network. Now, what is a podcast network? Well, it's an umbrella of geeky shows just for you to keep you entertained all week long. Of course, we have the Sandbox Gamers. You know all about us. We come at you every week with everything and anything video game news. We also have comic book kaiju. Right? Oh, yeah. Did I say that right? Okay. Formerly, we love comics. Formerly, Factor loves comics. Formerly, seasons change. Mm. But now, comic book kaiju <laughs> starring our own Vactor and his uh, his uh, table of rotating guests. Uh, regulars like Hunter Camp, Marcus Seabury, William Goodman, and more. Talking the latest and greatest in comic books. What was the, the most recent thing you guys talked about? We did a book of the month on Naomi season one, which that actually was turned into a CW show that lasted one season and got canceled. (laughs) Well, there you go, guys. There you go. So that's out every week. Be sure to check it out. We also have Treknological, a Star Trek shakedown, which is actually on a hiatus right now because uh, Star Trek Brave New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds (laughs) is on. (laughs) I only got it right once this week. Listen, I'm a Trek. Everybody who's anybody knows. Wonder Rob is synonymous with Trek knowledge. I know more about Trek than anybody. <laughs> I would agree. But not that show because I haven't watched it yet. I'm actually doing a rewatch of uh, The Next Generation right now. I've mentioned that before. It's very But anyway, good. that that series just recently wrapped up, which means Treknological is on a brief hiatus until the next big thing comes out, and that's hosted by Vactor and Shaw. Uh, so keep an ear out to this podcast. Hit subscribe to Technological because when new episodes are out, of course, you'll get the notification. Geek, so to speak, we've been saying it's on hiatus. I got bad news for you guys. <laughs> bad news. Uh, Geek, so to speak, I'm, I'm dropping the bombshell. May or may not be coming back um, due to the personal issues within the show. Nothing bad. Nothing bad. I want to stress that. But it's uh, it's it's currently let's put under construction it's under construction right now and we have the best intentions to bring it back it just might be two hosts vector and wonder rob instead of three uh or maybe it'll be three jeff wb on there who knows get marcus seabury on there who knows everybody (laughs) but uh there are 200 back episodes of we'll call it classic classic geek so to speak up on the itunes so check that out um, if you want to follow this podcast on social media, you can find us at Sandbox Gamer Pod or on Instagram 
at the sandbox gamers or just hit the link tree link tree forward slash the sandbox gamers it's in the show notes and same with the uh, geek so to speak podcast network geek so to speak.com forward slash network or just check the show notes uh don't forget to rate subscribe review do all the things because we appreciate it next week we're going to be back at you with our review and thoughts on stray plus all the latest and greatest video game news take it easy <laughs> gosh dang it take it easy everybody gg <laughs> 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 Don't poop in the sandbox. <laughs>